Hello, doobie listeners. My name is Adam Venrick, and you are listening to The Coffee Hour. Yes. My guest this week is a Denison freshman, a video game designer, again, (laughs) and a musician. And we're here to talk about the interplay between those two things. Doobie listeners, please welcome uh, Malcolm McDonough. Malcolm, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good to be with you. How are you doing today? Doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm very overwhelmed. It's the time of the semester, and it's my senior year, so it's um, it's just kind of a lot right now. <laughs> but um, but I'm good. You know. Uh, quick shout out to Doobie Palooza this weekend. Speaking of music, all right, um, there's my obligatory shout-out. Uh, so, Malcolm, we're here today to talk about a video game and some music. Um, what would you like to... Let me ask you, which of those two things would you prefer to start with? Well, um, you know, music, I think, would be a good thing to start with, since that's really where my expertise is. Sure, sure, let's start there. So you have an interest in making electronic music. How did that get started? So I actually was a couple years ago given a uh, a keyboard, a synthesizer keyboard by my grandparents. Um, and they, they kind of, uh, it kind of just went from there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently got, um, I found some free software online that I've been, that I had been using to produce. Mm-hmm. And um, recently I was able to upgrade to a more professional software, FL Studio. Um, and since then I've been just working on songs, chugging out stuff, making what I think sounds good, you know. <laughs> Very cool. Um, what, uh, what, what interested you in music to begin with? Well, I've always liked sort of being able to tell a story through um, non-conventional means. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought of music as more of like a, a sort of more of a, a vessel for uh, conveying emotion and telling something rather than just being like a song, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I... I just I found that very intriguing, and I did, tried dabbling in it myself, and I found success. So I was um, I just kind of fell in love with it, you know. <laughs> that's great. That's that's really amazing. Um, who who were some of your influences? Well, um, for that's a good question. I I like to I listen to a lot of um, electronic music. Mm-hmm. I one of my favorite, like, all-time things is uh, the Undertale soundtrack has got a lot of very good songs, a lot of a lot of diversity to the soundtrack, and I really did enjoy um, playing that game, and that kind of helped me to, you know, mm-hmm. sort of shape my music early on. And now it's kind of diverged a little bit, but it's still kind of got some similar tones to Toby Fox's music. You said it's called, uh, so it's a soundtrack to a video game. The video game is called yeah. Undertale? Yes. I'm not familiar with that. Tell me a bit about it. So it's a, uh, it's a, an indie game that mm-hmm. was released in, I think like 2014, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you, it was like an RPG. It's kind of standard, 
uh, it got very, very popular for a while um, in the fandom scene. But uh, most, the most important part, in my opinion, about the game is the the, uh, the soundtrack. I think is what a lot of people definitely took away from it, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of diversity to it. Um, there's like very calm songs in certain areas and like very intense ones. Like I think one of the most popular songs from it is called Megalovania mm-hmm. and that turned into a meme for a while. So interesting. Um, and what did you say? Who, uh, what did you say the composer's name was? Uh, Toby Fox. He was the designer and the composer. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, what draws you to electronic music? Um, I like the freedom that comes with it when you're designing the sounds that you put into the song, you get to mess around with a lot of just like synthesizers and and cool fun stuff. And you get to make your own very unique sounds. And so you're not really tied down by having like the standard instrumentation, like piano and, and, and violin and stuff like that. So you get to, you get to really uh, just do very cool things with, with sound. And I've very much so enjoyed doing that. Very cool. Um, so let's uh, let's talk a bit about your game, if that's okay. Um, sure. So you're designing a video game. You are actually the second person I've had on this semester that is doing that. So kudos. Um, tell me a bit about your video game. So my game is an is a uh, very story driven RPG, mm-hmm. um, and I'm developing it with a couple of friends from high school. And um, can I interrupt? I'm so yeah, sorry. Sure. Just for the audience, what is an RPG? Oh, an RPG is a role-playing game. It's when it comes to video games, it's more so about the mechanics of having characters that you level up through, typically like turn-based combat or something like that. And you'll have stats that you need to manage, different skills that you can select for them. Uh, the idea being that you get to build these characters as as uh, like a class or or something similar to that, and um, sort of shape them on your own and build the character as you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, those are games like those can look like games games like Skyrim, where they've got a lot of uh, NPC dialogue. Usually, they're very story driven mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, I can't really think of any off the top of my head that aren't. But there's a good number of them that that are more like uh, an arcade type type game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not like, um, but not like Pac-Man. I'm assuming. No, not like Pac-Man. It would be stuff like um, where you would like run through the same levels and try and pick up like different items to build your character as you play, or something like that. Mm. What are some of your favorite RPGs? Um, that's a good question. I really like Skyrim. Okay. Um, I a game that I played recently called Mori left a very strong impression on me. That was a very, very fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in terms of more arcade-style stuff, stuff like Binding of Isaac, but I think that's more of like an action game. That mm-hmm. I, I consider it an RPG. Interesting. Um, all right, so I apologize. So your game. First of all, uh, what is the name of your game? So right now we have really settled on like a firm title, but what we're calling it is Never Far Away. Okay. Um, now the uh, the sort of I, the plot of the game is that you're uh, playing as these four characters that are sort of um, thrown into this uh, alternate reality mm-hmm. um, based off of 
uh, or formed from the subconscious, uh, like desires, fears, uh, opinions, thoughts, etc., that they have, and it's got some horror undertones to it mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, some scary stuff happens in your subconscious, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, the the goal of the game is to kind of try and figure out what's going on, um, like escape from this place, and uh, you know. Have fun, I guess. <laughs> and you're designing this with some people you knew in high school? Yeah. I, uh, one of my friends um, I've got on board is like an artist, mm-hmm. and another one's going to be helping me to write code for the game. Um, overall, I think it's going to be a very fun time. <laughs> what uh, What inspired you all to make this game? Um, so earlier in this semester I uh, was when I started like writing like the mm-hmm. story of the game mm-hmm. and I started showing it to my friends and they were like, Hey, this is pretty cool. Um, we should, we should make this. And I was like, Oh, well, <laughs> if you guys want to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, question then, um, similar to my question about music. When did you, when did you get interested in video games? Have you always wanted to design them or have you just been more of like a, a fan or, or, or where does the well, interest stem from Malcolm? Ever since I was like very young, I've always wanted to make a video game. Mm-hmm. I, I used to like, <laughs> I used to tell my mom, I used to go to her and I used to say, mom, I'm going to develop a video game when I'm older. Aww. And she would be like, Oh, well that seems like an awfully, an awfully, uh, steep goal, Malcolm. <laughs> Maybe you should consider doing something else with your time. <laughs> She was never really uh, a fan of video games, um, but um, now she's very supportive. That's great. That's that's lovely. Um, going off of that, uh, do you remember, like, was there a game that, like, you played it and that... Was there, like, a game that kickstarted your love of it? Or can you remember? Yeah, definitely. Probably The Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. I would say. I got a Game Boy mm-hmm. um, when I was, I think, like, five or six from my cousins mm-hmm. and I think they gave me a very old game called uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening mm-hmm. and I remember playing that and having a very difficult time with it um, but at like I powered through it and I thought that, and that experience really left a, a huge impression on me and it kind of kickstarted this love for gaming mm-hmm. let, me, let me ask you this speaking of Legend of Zelda um, which by the way Fantastic game. Um, I I had, oh gosh, Phantom Hourglass uh, was the one that I grew up playing on the DS. Um, so I I can commiserate. I was a Zelda buff, growing up. Also, big Castlevania. I'm not a big gamer, but I I like Zelda and I like Castlevania. Um, but Malcolm, did you ever watch the animated Legend of Zelda show? Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> Oh, well, Malcolm, I have two words for you. Excuse me, princess. That was three words, but yep. Wait, (laughs) oh yeah, that that is. I, you know, the sad thing is I even counted in my head before I said it. (laughs) I, my brain is bad tonight. Um, I will, I will actually, as far as like, I don't even remember what era that was made. It has a definite 80s, 90s feel. Um, but my brother... It was the what? 
I think it was the nineties. That would make sense. Um, my, my older brother, um, gave me my, my first taste of video games. He gave me my first Castlevania. Um, my first, uh, he got me Yoshi's Island on the D or the Game Boy when I was really young, which I still maintain is maybe the best video game ever made. Um, just big personal fan, big emotional connection to Yoshi's Island. But, um, but he bought me when I was a kid, a DVD box set of, the animated Super Mario Bros. show and the animated Legend of Zelda show, and we would sit in my basement and watch them together. That's incredible. It was, you know, it was delightful. It was really, really delightful. My brother is a few years older than me, so he definitely has, um, he has the 90s aesthetic to him a bit, um, because he was growing up in the era of Pinky in the brain and whatnot, but uh, oh, we're, we're getting off. We're getting off topic. But what a great show! Um, ten out of ten would recommend. Um, <laughs> Malcolm, um, tell me a bit more about this game. Yeah, so um, I can't really go too much into detail on plot, okay. but uh, that's because it's mostly because I don't want to spoil anything in case people want to play. Um, but the um, the, the key part of it that I think probably would get back in towards the music is that when you're making an RPG, you need to have very close attention to the, to the things that are going on on screen. So we, I've made, I've sort of designed with the help of my friends, this combat system that I feel will um, like kind of dynamically work with the soundtrack in a way, mm-hmm. not, not really mm-hmm. uh, like super dynamically, but like, I, my intention is to make the, uh, the, the actions of the player sort of create parts of the music in, uh, in the soundtrack mm-hmm. in order to kind of, you know, make it more interesting. Um, like and also add that little fun music to it. I, I'm, I can't promise that that's going to wind up being in the game, but it's sort of just an idea that I've been messing around with. Like a choose your own soundtrack, basically? Sort of. Yeah. It would be like, we would, so since it's a turn-based game, what, what I've been kind of thinking we could do is sort of lining up the um, the actions that the player makes on screen with the song. Mm. Um, and then the sound effects that are created by that would then like add percussive sounds or maybe like a little bit of a, like a note sting to mm. uh, maybe a piece of the soundtrack that wouldn't otherwise be there. I like that. Let me ask you... <clears throat> What has it been like scoring this game? Because I know you're you're working on that at the moment, yes? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been an interesting experience because I... When I would write music before um, starting on this project, it was mostly just, like, a cool... Th- like, a cool melody that I would come up with and then just kind of make into a full song. Um, and with composing for this game, it adds another a very difficult challenge into, into the mix, which is that you have to, you have to like increase or improve the, uh, the impact of a scene using the music, which is a lot like film scoring, but also in doing that need to make sure that you, uh, that you don't like make it so that like a big swell comes too early because somebody took a little bit longer to read the text on the screen or, 
some some sound doesn't overpower something else and, and uh, like some other sound effect or something like that that happens at a specific time. And it's been it's been interesting because making songs that have these emotional moments in them that I want to tie to various points in the game isn't really possible. Whereas the focus kind of goes more towards making a a song that in its entirety has that emotion in it and the scene itself brings that out. Interesting. That's cool. Um, what's it been like writing this game? Oh, it's been a challenge. I've actually had to rewrite uh, a great deal of the stuff that I've written for it. I, I think this is the third full restart of the entire project's story. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the first two, we wound up not really knowing how to kind of develop the story from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but certain elements have certainly remained throughout it. Um, and this third iteration, uh, they say third time's the charm, and that's kind of true in this case. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's yeah. great. Um, well, okay, so what, um, what do you see as being the future for this game? Well, I think that probably... So, uh, concretely, we have kind of outlined what we're going to try and, and do this summer. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the uh, our developer, like the developer guy, is uh, very busy this summer, so we're probably not going to have much time to actually like develop and code the game. So what I've arranged to do with the, art, with the artist is to um, write comics and release those online that sort of give people an idea of the story of the game. Love that. Yeah, I think it's an interesting idea. Um, And also then I get to see my characters come to life on a page, which is really nice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, from there, we're going to, hopefully by the end of next year, we will have some sort of demo developed and released so that people can play the game for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... I mean, I, it's kind of difficult to really pinpoint from this early in development where it's going to be in, like, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give, like, I don't want to be too ambitious, but, like, sometime during this decade it will come out. <laughs> That's great. And then yeah. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about you as a musician? Uh, do, do you plan on continuing? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I... Um, I probably will never stop doing music <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. it's it's a it's a really fun time um and starting next year i think i'm going to be working on not just this game but some other projects on the side um not sure how that's going to work out too well but the i've been asked by by some people to help write music for some projects that they've been working on and i have tentatively said yes so we'll see but i might be working on some other stuff too soon that's amazing um would you ever consider doing a film score absolutely yeah mm-hmm. i think that would be a, that would be a really fun time that's great um well malcolm i have one more question uh and then i'm going to invite you to um uh, i'm going to invite you to offer anything that i might have missed but uh what uh, what advice would you give to uh your younger self. My younger self. Um, that's a really good question. I I think 
considering that when I was younger, I was very uncertain as to what I wanted to do. Um, I would probably just tell myself to stick with what I, what I really want to do. And that would be like music and, and writing and all that stuff and not like give up just because things get hard. Yeah. <laughs> or people tell you not to do something. That's great. Um, Malcolm, is there anything uh, that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about? Not really, honestly. I, I, there's a lot of stuff about um, just in general writing music that's I, I like to kind of talk about. I guess we could talk about um, one of the one of my one of my favorite parts about writing for this game, which is um, developing motifs. Okay, mm-hmm. you can do that with film scoring as well. And I think it's really fun to have these musical ideas that come back again and again. So uh, uh, for those who wouldn't really know what a motif is, if you think like like uh, the musical Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, they use a lot of motifs throughout that um, in the context of certain characters, they have lines that go to, that appear in various songs when they appear on screen. Um, one that like, one that I'm, I can think of is uh, Alex, Alex, uh, Alexander Hamilton has his uh, not thrown away my shot thing that comes up a couple of times throughout the, uh, throughout the soundtrack. Um, but what's really nice about working with motifs is that you can put them, you can make them appear in songs in places that would be otherwise mon- like sort of just like another part of the song. And you can really like, bring an emotional impact to those by having a character's theme appear here or having some variation upon this theme that's been established throughout the game or this or the film or whatever the soundtrack is for and like change that a little bit to make it more sad or happier or something like that to really, really boost those emotions. I like that. Um, it immediately makes me think of, um, the the recurring theme in the movie The Grand Budapest Hotel um, that shows up. I, I, I'm sure if you've seen the movie, you know exactly the one I'm talking about. I think it won an Oscar, but um, that's really interesting, Malcolm. Um, I appreciate uh, the technicality you've gone into, and uh, do be listeners, uh, we have a special treat now in order to appreciate what Malcolm has been talking about. He has agreed to let one of his songs uh be played on this podcast so malcolm is that uh is that all and if so where can people interested in connecting with you find you uh yeah that is all um i there's a couple of places people can find me Mm -hmm. um for starters i'm on soundcloud if you go to uh soundcloud.com slash uh o-r-h-u-a you will find me there mm-hmm. um and then uh i am also on um twitter mm-hmm. and i i'm actually not super sure what my twitter handle is i actually recently made a new account because my old one got broken into so um i think it is just uh it's just o-r-h-u and then three underscores cool I'm going to try and find you right now. And then on my Twitter, I've also got a, uh, I believe I have a link to my SoundCloud. Yeah, Very cool. 
All right. Well, Malcolm, I am going to let you go now. I really want to thank you for your time. This has been really fun. Have a great night. You too. And doobie listeners, that was Malcolm McDonough. I have been Adam Venrick, and here is a song by Malcolm to take you into whatever the rest of your day looks like. Thank you for listening to the doobie.